Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Joined now by the current CEO of Heartlines, who also was the founder of Soul City, was there for about 17 years, my goodness, Dr. Garth Jaffet. So he obviously has done the rounds and knows exactly what it is that we're talking about here. Um, and they, they started putting together, he started putting together this lovely podcast that I heard. Um, and one of the things that was brought up in this podcast which I thought was such an interesting question, was this thing about boosting the immune system. He joins me now on the line. A very good afternoon, and thank you so much, Dr. Jaffet, for joining us. It's a pleasure. Good afternoon to you. So, yes, I was one of those people who who stocked up before the lockdown, who stocked up on every possible immune booster there was because I was under the impression that that's what we can do. That's all we can do. We don't have a, we don't have a vaccine. We don't have a cure. We've got nothing. So the only way to do this is to boost the immune system. Are drugs uh, on the counter drugs that are over the counter the way to go to boost our immune systems absolutely not there are money dr so jeffett can i just ask that you maybe repeat that or maybe we're going to have to put the phone down and call you back because we we seem to be breaking in in, yes. in our communication uh, can you hear me now it sounds much much better thank you yes i said absolutely not they are a... all right there, uh, there uh, is very little scientific evidence, if at all, that any of these products um, help your immune system. Sure. So, would rather, uh, you know, rather the the key to improving your immune system is relatively simple, mm. and that is, you know, trying to eat healthy food. Yes. You'll get much more benefit out of trying to eat a, eat a balanced diet. Another key area which other people don't get right is sleep. Mm. Lots of evidence around sleep and immunity. And then in this time, uh, this is really difficult, but reducing stress. Mm. Um, but the scientific evidence for, you know, you walk into the pharmacy and you see this thing boosts your immune system and this doesn't and whatever. There just is not evidence to support that. Dr. Jaffet, just give me the... So there are drugs that um, are certified, right, that have gone through the systems and are certified um, by authorities and are there certified as drug that will help with X. And then they generally these homeopathic type of remedies that are not necessarily certified. Is there a difference between the two? Well, I think the the reality is that you'll find that any product, I mean, most of them are vitamin-based. Yes. Is, is, you know, most of them say, you know, they've got full of various forms of vitamin. Mm. And is is that because there is a tiny bit of evidence around, for instance, the only vitamin that that there seems to be some evidence around is vitamin D. Mm -hmm. But most of us get enough vitamin D because of being out. You know, living in this country, we get quite a lot of vitamin D from the sun, um, being exposed to the sun, which is how we, our bodies actually make vitamin D. But otherwise, it's, you know, the, the vast majority of these products, if you look at them carefully, uh, you read the fine print, mm. uh, the, the claims they're making are, are, not, are not backed up um, by hard science. Is there a difference between someone who knows for sure, and this has been verified by a doctor, for instance, to say that you are iron deficient for argument's sake? Is that a different case? Yes, that's the second point I was going to make, is that 
for those people where there's a specific deficiency that has been found, um, then there is a case for a very specific type of supplement, yes. uh, as you've just said, iron. Um, okay, what I'm going to do, Jack, Dr. Jaffet, I'm, going to, I'm just going to ask that maybe let's put this line down, try and see if we cannot sort it out because we really want to hear what you have to say and we just keep losing you here and there. So let's just do that. Um, our producers are just going to sort that line out. Dr. Garth Jaffet is the CEO of Heartlines, also the founder of Soul City and was there for 17 years. And he started this really amazing podcast where people are allowed to really just plug in and ask every single question possible. No question is too silly around COVID-19. And sometimes there are these questions where you start feeling like, maybe that's a silly question or that's not an important question or it's not a life and death type of question and one of those was this thing around vitamins and supplements and so that's where we had started the conversation and doc i I think we're on a better line now can you can you maybe try and see if if you can hear us well all right fantastic can you you hear me better yes much better so you were still explaining that where there is a specific deficiency in a patient um that's a different case yes it is because then you are you know, they, as you said, things like an iron deficiency, which uh, can happen in certain people, uh, vitamin B deficiencies, but the vast majority of people don't have those deficiencies. Okay. And we would do much more by spending the money that we would have spent on these supplements by getting ourselves some fresh fruit and vegetables, by trying to get a good night's sleep. You're going to do a huge amount more benefit for yourself by doing those things than by spending hundreds of rands on on supplements. Can I ask you a bit of a sensitive one in terms of, you know, you've just spoken about fresh fruit and vegetables. Is there a difference between fresh fruit and vegetables and preserved fruits and vegetables? And their benefits? You know, I'm I'm not an expert in this, I must say, in Mm. terms of of nutrition. But Mm. uh, to my knowledge, there is in that you know, the fresher fruit or vegetables are the better, but frozen fruit, fruit um, vegetables um, are very high in nutrition. Mm-hmm. And a can of baked beans is probably going to do you more good than a vitamin pill. Ah. So, um, again, you know, diet and, and not having, you know, it, it's particularly if, if one is struggling at this time with... with um, mm you know, with lockdown and trying to get hold of things. Mm. But still, um, food is a better source of the nutrition we need for our immune system than these over-the-counter medications. Let me ask you another question that has come up recently, Dr. Jaffet, in terms of the numbers that have been coming through globally, that um, more men are dying of COVID-19 than women, and there is a scientific reason behind that. Any knowledge of that? I, look, I think that, again, the, that is right. That is the trend. I, I'm not sure that there is a, they've worked out exactly why. Um, there is definitely a connection between uh, deaths from COVID-19 and obesity mm-hmm. uh, uh, with, with um, diabetes, what we would call the sort of metabolic illnesses. Mm-hmm. The, and particularly in the countries where people are dying, I think... By and large, there might be a, a difference in the spread of those diseases between men and women. 
Um, but I can't tell you exactly what what the reason for that is. I mm. suspect that it has something more to do not just with the fact that you're a man or a woman, mm. but with the what we would call the co- comorbidities, the the illnesses that that men perhaps have may, maybe more than women because our diet's not as good or mm. you know something like that. Okay. What is it that you, you wish we knew right now about looking after ourselves, specifically at this time around COVID-19? And I'll tell you why. It's because we feel so helpless. You know, you, you, there, is no, there is no cure. There is no vaccine. There is nothing. And, and we all want to feel like we're doing something right. What is it that you wish we knew? Well, I think, you know, let's, let's, I think we've got to put this into perspective. It is very scary. Mm. I mean, everyone is scared. Um, However, the vast majority of us, if we get this illness, um, will get better. Uh, it's a nasty flu-like illness, but the, the evidence is very clear that, that the vast majority of us will get a nasty illness. 80% of us will actually not even need to go to a hospital. So, so, and of the other 20%, only a few are going to end up you know, in ICU, and of that, only a few will end up dying. So. We, we need to, to place this into some form of perspective. Mm. I think that's, you know, number one. Mm. Um, number two is that the very basic measures, and I think people are sort of thinking this is until the end of lockdown. We're going to need to change our habits for the future. Um, you know, we, we really, this has changed the way that we all live. And I think the two key things that we have to change our habits around is, is one, this concept of regularly washing our hands. If it's, if it's not COVID-19, it's going to be something mm. else. And not touching our faces, um, because it's not the hands that are dirty. It's the hands that then touch the face. And I'm sure, like, like me, I, I'm not aware of the fact that I touch my mm. face so often. Mm. And yet we're all doing it about, they reckon, about 40 times an hour. Sure. Um, so if your hands... Uh, if, if you're in a taxi or you are in an, a public place, until you get to wash your hands, you've got to try your utmost not to touch your face mm. because the virus comes in through your eyes, through your nose, and through your mouth. And it doesn't come through your skin. So you can have virus-covered hands, which won't make you sick, but um, if you touch your face yeah. with those virus-covered hands, that's when you get sick. Got it. So... It's the basic things. And then, you know, this, this physical distancing as far as we possibly can. Dr. Jaffet, thank you so much for taking our what seems like a very simple question, but a very, very important one. We'll touch base with you again soon, but thank you very, very much. Just tell us quickly, how do we get to your platform, to the podcast itself? Just give us the so details. We've, we've partnered with the South African Council of Churches. Mm. It's not a church initiative. It's, it's, a, it's an initiative that, you know, is there for everyone. Yes. Um, we've just set up a, a, a site called um, S- Corona SA. Sorry, let me start that again. Yes. It's coronachurch.g.za. Mm-hmm. All right. Just uh, going live now, but you can download information in seven languages mm. uh, on all aspects of the epidemic. Okay. I'm doing these two minute podcasts on this topic, which is around um, supplements. Things like um, social where gloves is another area that's 
right. I'm going to have to leave it there. The line is so bad. It's really disappointing us. Uh, so, but thank you. I think we got the gist of really what's most important at the moment. It's coronachurch.gov.za. That is the platform. And uh, if you wish to educate yourself more, it's just two minutes, two minute podcast. They've uh, partnered with other people, a council of churches and so on, just to give us the information. And somebody tweeted something yesterday, which I thought was so profound. I had done a video um, uh, explaining you know, little things um, in Setswana. Uh, and I had posted the video and this person said uh, on Twitter, I had just, I've just shared this with my domestic helper who is not at all uh, fluent in English. And it was as if she was hearing the information for the first time which is what's so important about language. And so for me, this is very, very important. So um, it is in all the languages, coronachurch.gov.za is .org, I beg your pardon, it's .org.za, which for me, I think is key, key, key to try and spread the message as much as possible in as, as many languages as possible.